Welcome to the Daily Stoic Podcast. Each day we bring you a meditation inspired by the ancient Stoics, illustrated with stories from history, current events, and literature to help you be better at what you do. And at the beginning of the week, we try to do a deeper dive, setting a kind of Stoic intention for the week, something to meditate on, something to think on, something to leave you with, to journal about, whatever it is you happen to be doing. So let's get into it. The Daily Stoic is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. One of the cool things about podcasts is that you can multitask while you're listening, but depending on what you're doing right now, like for instance, if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you could be doing. You could be getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $700 on average and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts, discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year. So you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. It's about intensity, not magnitude. The Stoics knew we should listen more than we talk, that we should be avid readers and consumers of wisdom. And maybe that's why you've kicked off this year with a reading goal. I'm going to read 50 books this year. I'm going to read a book a week, a book a month, every book on this best nonfiction books of all time list one book by every author on that greatest authors of all time list. And the Stoics would admire this energy. But there's also a reason that Marcus Aurelius and Seneca both cautioned themselves about their desire to read as much as possible. Both of them would have nodded in agreement to Schopenhauer's line that intellect is a magnitude of intensity, not a magnitude of extensity. Seneca compared it to trying to heal a wound or form an intimate relationship. You wouldn't keep switching ointments or constantly come and go. And the same thing must hold true to people who never set about acquiring an intimate acquaintance with any one great writer or skip from one to the other paying flying visits to them all, he writes. Nothing is so useful that it can be of service in mere passing. So, he says, we must extend our stay among a select few writers those whose genius has stood the test of time, whose works have proven to nourish and cultivate great minds. This, of course, informed my idea for the Daily Stoic. While it itself is not a work of genius, that's not what I'm claiming, it's pretty remarkable that despite standing the test of more than 2,000 years, the great quotes of the Stoics could only be found spread out over many different works. And this was the whole point of the Daily Stoic, to finally put them in one place, to create a kind of survey course of the philosophy that a person can follow every single year. And it's been incredible to see the success that the book has had since its release in 2016. It's now sold more than a million copies. It's in dozens of languages. It spent more weeks on the bestseller list than any other book about Stoicism ever. And that's why in celebration, and to help encourage another year of Stoicism, the ebook for The Daily Stoic is $1.99 in the US and it's on sale in the UK too. And you can pick one up 
right now anywhere that you buy your ebooks. And of course, the success of the book is a reflection of Seneca's point. If you really want to get something out of your reading, you must linger among a limited number of master thinkers and digest their works. And it's a testament to the power of the Stoic teachings and the mastery of the Stoics. There are other great one-page-a-day books out there, too. I, I love a bunch of them. I love Tolstoy's A Calendar of Wisdom, Robert Greene's The Daily Laws, uh, Ali Asteri's A Poem for Every Day of the Year. But the idea is to find a way of thinking, a school of wisdom, a subject matter, and dive deep into it. Read and reread Marcus Aurelius and Seneca and Epictetus linger in their company. And as their intellect infuses with ours, we are changed forever. Make that your goal this year. Don't pick some large and arbitrary number of books to read. Don't don't pay flying visits to every author on this or that list. Instead, think about intensity. And look, if you haven't read The Daily Stoic, 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living, I love that you're listening to this podcast. The book is this podcast, uh, but the original. It's uh, how I kicked this whole thing off. I wrote the book in 2015 and 2016. It's got original translations from all the Stoics. And uh, I think it's worked for a reason. I'd love to have you check it out. It's $1.99 on Amazon, as I said, as an ebook, uh, iBooks too, uh, anywhere you get uh, ebooks in the US. It's discounted in the US and the UK also. But we also have a leather bound edition. If you've read the book a couple times and you want to invest in something a little more heavy duty that'll stand the test of time, you can check out the leather edition at dailystoic.com slash leather. Or if you just want the cloth-bound, lay-flat version, the standard hardcover, you can pick that up uh, anywhere books are sold and also at store.dailystoic.com, and I'll sign your edition as well. So I hope you start this year off reading and rereading, particularly The Daily Stoic. And if you've been meaning to pick up the ebook, well, it's $1.99 for a reason. What's up to us and what's not up to us? And this is from this week's entry in the Daily Stoic Journal, 366 Days of Writing and Reflection on the Art of Living, by yours truly and my co-writer and translator, Stephen Hanselman. I actually do this journal every single day. There's a question in the morning, a question in the afternoon, then there's these sort of weekly meditations. As Epictetus says, every day and night we keep thoughts like this at hand, write them, read them aloud, and talk to yourself and others about them. You can check out the Daily Stoic Journal anywhere books are sold. You can also get a signed, personalized copy from me in the Daily Stoic store at store.dailystoic.com. Epictetus's handbook, the Enchiridion, begins with the most powerful exercise in all of Stoicism, the distinction between the things that are up to us in our control and the things that are not up to us. It is this, the dichotomy of control, that is the first principle in this entire philosophy. We don't control many of the things we pursue in life. Yet we become angry, sad, hurt, scared, or jealous when we don't get them. In fact, these emotions, these reactions, are about the only thing we do control. And that is a lesson to remember for this entire year. And if you could do that, you could consider it a year well and philosophically lived. The chief task in life is simply this, to identify and separate matters so that I can say clearly to myself which are externals not under my control and which have to do with the choices I actually control. Where then do I look for good and evil? Not to uncontrollable externals, but within myself, to the choices that are my own. 
Epictetus' Discourses 2.5. Some things are in our control while others are not. We control our opinion, choice, desire, aversion, and in a word, everything of our own doing. We don't control our body, property, reputation, position, and in a word, everything not of our own doing. Even more, the things in our control are by nature free, unhindered, and unobstructed, while those not in our control are weak, slavish, can be hindered, and are not our own. Epictetus's Enchiridion 1.1. We control our reasoned choice and all acts that depend on our moral will. What's not under our control are our body and any of its parts, our possessions, parents, siblings, children, or country, anything with which we might associate. Epictetus's Discourses 122. So here we are, a new year. I think it's worth repeating today the serenity prayer. You don't have to be religious, and you know, plenty of people in recovery are not religious, but the but the prayer works. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that, what I love about that, the serenity prayer, is it feels like one of the most timeless observations ever, right? So this it's a prayer, so it must go back like thousands of years. Like who said it? St. Augustine, Martin Luther, was it one of the popes? Was it Jesus himself? No, it was Reinhold Niebuhr in 1932. It spread very, very rapidly, but 1932, I just love the idea that, that you know, uh, think of all the things that had been invented uh, before 1932. I mean, People are still driving cars from 1932. They're classic cars, but but like all the things. I mean, uh, it's incri- I'm I'm talking to you from a building that was built in 1880 something. So it was 50 years old when that prayer was was composed. But that's because the wisdom in it is timeless, and it's not just timeless in the sense that like yeah, that's true. But it's like it's an ongoing, continual struggle, right? Uh, we always are focused on things that are not in our control. Uh, sometimes we we fail when something is in our control. We don't want to step up and deal with it. And it takes wisdom to know the difference, uh, to know what is up to us and what's not up to us. And that's what Epictetus is talking about. He goes, really, what's up to you, right? The things you own, you don't really own. Your reputation, not really you. Uh, you know, your money, even people you love, you you don't control them. You don't control how long you have access to them. You don't control what they think of you. All you really control is what you think. You don't even fully control your own body, he's saying, right? And I mean, anyone who got COVID over the last eight months, anyone who's, you know, had a health scare or cancer or mental illness even realized like you don't even fully control your own body or your own mind. But what we control for the most part it's our own choices. We control how we react to these things, right? Even if you have a mental illness, right? Um, whether it's uh, whether you're struggling with depression or bipolar or, you know, you don't control the illness, but you control whether you seek treatment for it. You control whether you follow the treatment for it. You control the adjustments you make in accordance to the, the illness, right? We, we, we control how we respond. And I, that's just, it's a lesson worth repeating every single year, because it's true every single year, and it will be true as long as we are human beings. We don't control what happens to us. We control how we respond. That's stoicism. And we should try to respond well. We should try to respond with courage and justice and wisdom and temperance. Now, 
this idea that we don't control what happens, we control how we respond, that's stoicism. It's simple, but it's so hard. I mean, it's so hard. But we've got to realize, look, when we're, I, I've been saying this on some of my talks recently, it's like if you have 100 energy points and you spend 10 of those energy points blaming, 10 of those energy points feeling sorry for yourself, 10 of those energy points uh, wishing things were otherwise, that's 30% of your available energy that you are not spending on doing something about the problem, moving the ball forward or focusing on some new area or new opportunity instead, right? I don't know about you, but I, I'm not smart enough, capable enough, uh, brilliant enough, naturally talented enough that I can afford to waste 30, 40, 50, 80% of my energy as people often do uh, on things that don't matter where it's not making a difference. So we focus on what's up to us. And what is up to us are our ruling reason, our choices, our thoughts, our opinions, and then to a certain degree, the actions that we take. We control our response, not what happens. We don't even control necessarily the outcome of those responses or actions. But again, we control what we think about them. We control the willpower we bring to them, control the virtue that we try to apply. That's what Stoicism is about. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's get at it. Thanks so much for listening to the Daily Stoic Podcast. Again, if you don't know this, you can get these delivered to you via email every day. You just go to dailystoic.com slash email. So check it out, dailystoic.com slash email. Guy Raz's How I Built This is a podcast where each week he talks to the founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you hear these entrepreneurs really go into their story. And Guy is an incredible interviewer. He doesn't just dance around the surface. He has real questions because he himself is an entrepreneur. He's built this huge show and this huge company. In a recent episode, they talked to the founder of Liquid Death, that crazy water company that's become this billion dollar brand. Follow the show on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This Early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. And for a deep dive in daily business content, listen to Wondery V destination for business podcasts with shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, The Best One Yet, Business Movers, and many more. Wondery means business. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Do you want to hear about the $100 wedding dress that just saved Abercrombie? Or the tech acquisition that was just like Game of Thrones? Or the one financial equation that can solve climate change? Then check out our daily podcast, The Best One Yet, or as we call it, 
T-Boy. This is Nick. This is Jack. And we pick the three most interesting business news stories every day for the perfect mix. 20 minutes each morning, you're going to feel brighter. We call it pop biz, don't we, Jack? Where pop culture meets business news. So whether you want to kick off a conversation with your buddies or you're going for that promotion at work or you just want to know the trends before your friends. Feel brighter by starting your morning with us every weekday. Listen to the best one yet on the Wondery app or wherever you get your pods. You can listen to the best one yet ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like The Best One Yet, How I Built This, and many more, Wondery means business.